Rebound. 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 Hello, Brooklyn. This is the Brooklyn Rebound Podcast, episode 95. And it's time, it's time, Padre. What is going on? Uh, it's episode 95, and the dream of another great NBA season is alive. Well, uh, I'm glad you said that, because tomorrow, today's Monday, we're taping this on Monday, uh, tomorrow's Tuesday, and it's my favorite day of the year, where the uh, NBA uh, season starts, we got a couple crazy games, Cavs, Knicks, uh, and then another. We're coming close this year on the, uh, on the, on the uh, preseason, or on the preview here. Hey, this is how we do things. We, we do we things, and we drop it like it's hot. Uh, actually, I would say lukewarm, because it's probably been hot in the, um, and then left out, uh, for a little bit, right? Would you say that? Yeah, I mean, it's a little sunbaked, we call it that. Yeah. I was left out. It's, uh, not as hot anymore, cooled down, but, you know, it's still, uh, got the sun in it. So I'm gonna play a coy with with you and the listeners. I only know of one important, couple important games tomorrow. Uh, Padre, can you enlighten me on anything else that's important going on tomorrow? You know what I can, Padnam. And let me just say, you 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 flubbed it for a second at the beginning there. You were about to, to say uh, we're recording this on a Monday, and tomorrow's a Monday. Uh, and I'm just that just got me thinking. Like so much great stuff is happening tomorrow that. What if it was some type of Groundhog Day scenario where every day kept being Monday, one day away from and my dreams of the NBA season starting, my uh, my dream, which is really a reality now, of seeing the Cavs uh, get you know hang the banners, yeah. get the championship rings, uh, play the New York Knickerbockers at the queue to open the NBA season, first game of the season, and if that wasn't uh, you know enough for everyone. Uh, for Cleveland people like me, at least, not half an hour after the Cavs game starts, across the street, literally, at the Jake, I still call it that, even though it's not the name anymore, uh, Kluber is going to be throwing out the first pitch in game one of the fucking World Series. The fucking uh, World Series tomorrow, uh, guys, and... The um, land is where it's at tomorrow uh, in the world of sports, for is, sure. Uh, is... The sports god shining down on the land uh, for this year? Is that what's going on? I mean, you you tell me, Padnam. I think it's pretty clear. It should be clear to everyone at this point. If, if the tribe wins the World Series, it certainly will be uh, crystal clear, right? Uh, yeah, and then also everything is uh, realistic, right? The Browns are not doing anything, so that has to stay. There has to be some balance, right? I mean, the Browns might set the record for most QBs used uh, in one season. Well, that's good. That's good. Uh, that's something to look forward to. Um, I mean, hopefully we'll get one win this year. But, you know, why bring that up when uh, there's so much other good stuff going on? Yeah, so going back on our Brooklyn banter, uh, you guys should check out that episode. It's the premiere episode of Brooklyn Ball Banter. Uh, I uh, I think I predicted both of them right. I know you tweeted at me. Um, yeah, so I did, yeah. So you, you, got, you missed on that LCS, I believe. Um, I think you called... Well, maybe you did. You know what? I don't know if you, you hit the NLCS right or not. I only remember my prediction was Cubs in seven, and it was Cubs in six. So I forgot to – when I listened back, I didn't I didn't hear what you picked. But you definitely got the ALCS on the dot. 
I could be wrong. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I mean, I could be wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure. Like, I would say I'm like 65, 70% sure I did pick six games. So you picked six for both series? No, I picked, so five, you I picked five for Cleveland. Uh, and oh, right, right. A five and then six. Right, right, right. So, I mean, uh, you were shocked by that. I, I felt that Cleveland um, could dominate uh, the Jays. I was shocked. I mean, no, no, you, I mean, if you listen to it, you're like, whoa, five games. That was a shocked response well, to my prediction. Okay, I guess, so I guess I was more uh, surprised that, that you were saying that than, than thinking that was un, unrealistic to happen. Because I did say Indians in sex, but, um, but yeah, and you, how are your relatives doing uh, up in CDOT? Uh, it's fairly silent there. I think it's just because it's a little colder uh, up there. But I did rally my cousins to play some fantasy basketball. Everyone's into basketball more than they are baseball or, or football, so um, they're going to be picking a lot of T-Dot players. I think Kyle Lowry will go first pick overall by one of my cousins. Or hey, Tristan Thompson, he's Canadian. He's Canadian, too. He's from yeah. T-Dot. Yeah, yeah, and Andrew Wiggins, maybe, just an all-Canadian right. team. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm ecstatic for you, uh, and and I wasn't rooting hard for the Jays. It would be nice for them to have been a little more competitive. Um, I was rooting hard for the Cubs when they were down 2-1 because I have a disdain hate for the Dodgers. Uh, I don't know what it is, but uh, I think you, that we talked about it. You said a couple of things about – yeah, you said a couple of things about why last uh, – on that podcast uh, – yeah, I just, I mean, New York Mets used to be a team that bought all their people. Now they're developing their players. And, I mean, who knows? They could be spending a lot of money this summer. But I felt like the Dodgers just, uh, one of those, like the Lakers, just building a super team and just buying players left and right. And I I don't, and I hate Chase Utley, and he's still playing. So I just want him to. Yeah, that was like the main, the first thing you said last time of why you hate him. Yeah. He, didn't, he doesn't even play, he didn't even play, right? No, he played every game. He started every game. So did he? Oh, I thought he was only on the bench or whatever at this point. No, he uh, at third base. He was uh, doing his thing. So, um, but yeah, uh, what are your sp- predictions? Get to it. What are your predictions? What are your predictions for yeah. the World Series? And obviously, we know what you want. So, so yeah, obviously, I want. So I mean, I think I'm gonna. I'm, it, like we said, it's a year of Cleveland. I think people are underrating the this Indians team a lot. We have home field advantage as well. Um, Danny Salazar will be back at least in some capacity, and his injury along with Carlos Carrasco, who's out, were the, one of the main things people were saying is why we wouldn't win it all this year um, when they get hurt in September. So one of the two is going to be back. We'll see how he is. Um, not to mention, I just think the American League is a better – you know, it's a better league than the National League overall. It has been for the for a little while now. I mean, the Cubs got some great players. They get, but uh, hitting wise, try pitching has been able to shut down the Sox and Jays. I don't think the Cubs have are so much better offensively than those two teams. And uh, you know, pitching wise, it's going to be tough. They got uh, John Lester, Jake Arrieta, two great pitchers. Tough to score off them, but uh, the Tribe scraps it out. And uh, hopefully they can run on on Lester and some of these guys at least steal bases. So I'm gonna say um, I'm gonna say the same uh, prediction I had le- uh, last uh, series: Indians in six. Give it to me, and we win at home in six. And yeah, that's what I want to happen as well, honestly. So Indians in six. Uh, I'm looking at I'm looking at the ESPN experts pick right now. 
I'm sure they're all Cubs for the no, most No, I mean, yeah, majority is Cubs. I would say the people that pick Cleveland are Aaron Boone at 7, uh, Eric Carabell at 6, and these are all the people that I'm familiar with their names, and Jason Stark at 7. Uh, most of them, I would say out, this is like out of 30 people that pick, or 25, most of them are Cubs. So, uh, in terms of what I'm predicting, there's a lot of people that with the prophecy, you know, that with the election and, you know, Trump could be president and the Cubs winning the World Series, it's the apocalypse, right? Since the odds are in favor, you know, not to get too much in politics, but the odds are favored for Hillary Clinton to dominate this election, I would have said uh, the Cubs and Trump thing are connected. If that's not the case, I do see the Cubs pulling it off. Hillary's rooting for the Cubs, I heard, apparently, too. Yeah, um, I don't know who who's anti-Cubs for the nation, really. I'm sure the whole nation is rooting for these losers. But I, you had the strong case of the Indians being also losers, you know. So I, uh, and I read this article in the New York Times. I'll, I'll send it over to you. It's about um, integration and integration, inter, in, not interrogation. Integration, yeah, I got it right. Uh, Major League um, and Negro League players, and Indians were one of the first teams to do it. I thought I had no idea about this history, and I thought that was pretty amazing. So uh, special page in Larry Dovey, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, I, I would be happy with either team winning, but I, I think I'm just slightly more excited to see one. I mean, one of the streaks will be ended by the end of this World Series, but I think it would be this one thing off. You know, a bucket list for a lot of baseball fans and Chicago fans for the Cubs to win it. So um, we'll see. And I don't sympathize that much with them because they oh. have the Bulls with six championships. You know, that's a, that's a lot of championships. So yeah, come on, don't you even want to see it? So it's the two longest streaks, uh, you know, two longest droughts rather. Yeah, going head to head is crazy enough. Twenty sixteen, truly a crazy year, but um. You know, I, I still, even if, uh, I guess if the Indians weren't playing them, I'd probably root for the Cubs against most other teams. But at the same time, I kind of, you know, why not? Let's keep the, the drought going. They made the World Series for the first time since 45. So let's yeah. keep the long 100-plus year drought. It's fun. Yeah, and I'm saying I want the Cubs to win. I do think the Indians will win. I think it's due to the fact that they just dominated the Blue Jays. I forgot. Why am I drawing a blank of who they dominated before? Um, the Sox. The Sox, yeah. Uh, they've only had one loss. I mean, that's incredible. So I, I think I think the Indians are better a matchup for them to kind of kill the Cubs. And uh, those Cubbies will be food for their mom and dad bears. Because I think bear, bears eat their children. I'm not sure if that's a thing. I don't I don't think that's bears with spiders or something. I know uh, birds do that, for sure. and uh, And I think lions, too. Anyways, well, I don't want to talk about any Falcons or Detroit Lions up in here. Let's get to some Nebba action here, and we are previewing the Eastern That's Conference. Right. Uh, we're going to start off with the Atlantic Division. I'm going to read off a little over – well, actually, we're going to predict the numbers, and then I'm going to review the over-unders. I'm not even going to look at them right now. I'm just going to – we're going to uh, – I don't know what you've looked at, but I'm not even going to guess. I'm going to use my realistic expertise. So, well. let's Very start well. off with the uh, Atlantic Division. And, you know, I think it's just point forward. Let's just start with the Nets. Uh, alphabetically, it's the Celtics ahead of them, but let's start with the Nets. I'm gonna, you know what? That makes sense to me. That makes sense to me. Uh, Padre, uh, what do you got for this team uh, for wins this year and why? 
Alright, so we're gonna start, right? Are we doing this? We start off with our win total and then explain not not okay. You can do either so, one. I'm gonna let you improv this. You can do it whatever format right. you want, Padre. I might mix it up. Uh, uh for the Nets, I will say, you know, I'll start with the win total that I think I'm gonna say twenty you know what? Uh there's this is a great number in NBA history. Um but it's more of a jersey-wise, uh, you know, Jordan, LeBron. At 23 is what uh, what I'm predicting for the Brooklyn Nets this year. You know, I'm interested to see how Kenny Atkinson does in his first year as coach. Um, but you know, uh, the writing's kind of on the wall with this team. You know, they they didn't they did they were able to sneak back in and get a, a draft pick or two. But overall, and they don't have a great um, right cap space or draft potential. You know, they brought in Jeremy Lin. Might bring a couple fans in the door, but, uh, you know, he's him being your, I don't know, uh, starting point guard isn't probably going to take you too far. Um, they ha- Of course, you got to see what uh, happens with Brooke Lopez. Uh, will they be training him midseason? I think they might, if especially if it is going, like I'm saying, and they're not winning many games. Got to see what you can get for him. Uh, uh, clearly the, the best player on the team. Uh, you wouldn't disagree with that, would you? No, no. Obviously, he's, uh, I think, three or four-time All-Star. Um, he's the best big man offensively in the league. That's a big man. Yeah. Um, defensively, he has a lot more improvement to make because he can't move his feet. And he can do weak side blocking, but, uh, you know, straight-up defense blocking, he's not that great. With a guy being 7-2, he, sh- he should be good at that, right? That's something you should be good at. You would think. Uh, you did 23 wins. Last year, I was really awful with my prediction. of obviously really biased towards my nets. I don't know if I picked, like, a playoff eighth seed or something. I, I remember. I don't remember the win total. You might have been flirting with saying that, at least. And, you, and what was the win total last year, by the way? Do you have it off It's uh, a good idea. Hold on a sec. I can give it to you for in a second. Uh, the win total was <laughs> uh, 21 wins. And okay, so I'm taking a two-game improvement. I think that's fair. Yeah, and uh, I will be going with um, – I'm going to be a little more naive still, but only because I'm a season ticket holder and I'll be able to see some things that other people won't see. I think Rondé Hollis Jefferson will have a huge year. Uh, he's going to be a fancy stud for all those fancy players, but I think he'll also be, uh, I would say, equivalent to a soon-to-be, not right now level, but a soon-to-be Paul George in the making. Um, nowhere near him. High praise indeed. Yeah, uh, nowhere near him. I'm not saying he is right now, but um, he definitely has that the defensive skills and the offensive skills to do that. We just got not a he's not as big of a guy as Paul George, though, right? I think he's six nine. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I'm I'm really pumped for him. He was injured for a little bit last season, but they just you know they were focusing on rotations to figure out what players they want for next year so i'm gonna go my win total being uh 26 um 26 is a great number is when he now misses uh december 26 so i'm gonna go with that and and the over under is drum roll please oh you're gonna look that up also it's 20 and a half wins uh by okay so we both took over then if this is that's what vegas had or whatever that's what vegas had they had 20 and a half wins so we both we both got it uh, higher on the over, so I guess we're on the same track there. Uh, just Do you want to put any money down on this? Well, actually, I was going to bet on it, um, but let's uh, – yeah, we can, we can definitely 
Uh, you want to do a 23 wins, or do you want to just do the number of picks we get right for over-under overall? Oh, no, I was literally saying, like, do you want to go to Vegas and put money on the Nets? Like, how confident are we here? Oh, uh, I'm going to be putting money on Vegas. I have a, I have a little hookup. Uh, I, the, it's 20 and a half games. They won 21 last, last time. So I think it's easy for them to win over 20 and a half games this year. What is Nets to uh, win the uh, – or what is Nets to make the playoffs like? Can we get good value on that? Uh, um, I don't have that information, but I'm sure I can, uh, I can talk about it in our next podcast, maybe the Western Conference one. Uh, all right. So, and and, and uh, just one player you didn't mention on the Nets who is going to have to do well for them, but who I've never really been a fan of. But I think you like him a lot more. Uh, our, old, our old friend Bobo, of course. Bobo is supposed to have a huge year. He killed it in the Olympics. Uh, we'll just see how tired he is to make that consistency. He's terrible defensively, but hopefully with Brooke Lopez learning how to be a, a big man under Kenny Atkinson to play some good defense, we'll see. If uh, team defense will work for them. All right, uh, moving on. And, uh, you, but, and you do have, uh, just to wrap up the Nets, you do have your season uh, tickets in the same uh, spot, right? The corner uh, up one there? One section over. Uh, but oh, moved, okay. Yeah, yeah, one section over, but we still have uh, four, se- four seats uh, going on, and we have some standing room. You know, the, the ghetto uh, suite action, you know you know how we do. And, uh, of course, of course. In Brooklyn. All right, so... Uh, Boston Celtics got picked up Al Hofford, uh, made a couple other small moves. Um, I will be, I'll go first. Um, I think they're going to make uh, a huge jump from last year. I don't know what they had last year. They were in sixth, I think, playoff seed. Um, they were also one game between like eighth and seventh, so they just jumped on the last day of the season. Uh, I think they're going to get to the third or fourth seed. I'm going to say fourth, and they're going to have. That's enough for uh, 48 wins. Um, and I think they're just going to be improved with uh, Marcus Smart having another year. Uh, this is a third year for uh, Brad Stevens. I think he's really hitting his stride, and here he has good coaching. But now he really has a team to really work with. What about? What do you think about that, Patrick? Uh, agree with your point on Brad Stevens. Uh, a lot better, I'm not sure, although wh- – I guess, I mean, I should probably look up what the win totals were for all these teams last year. I, I agree, probably fourth seed, maybe even third seed. And, and you said how many wins? Less than 50? I, I had 46 wins. Yep. Okay, I think that's actually probably low. I, I was thinking more 51, 52 wins for this team. Um, I guess it depends on their offense. If they get into some close games where they need a big playmaker they need someone to uh get the shot at the end it's kind of the same thing as letting don't have that player still i mean they did bring in horford like you said he should improve them but not in that regard being a shooter you know a clutch shooter or anything so they don't have that piece so if they get in close games i could see them not winning 50 but yeah. i like Brett stevens a lot um i i think yeah i think just uh, over 50, probably. Yeah, I think uh, I just realized that that number is really low. Um, not be, you definitely convinced me, and also just thinking about it, um, I'm going to go uh, same thing, just over 50. Um, that's yeah, 52, I think I'll lock it in there. I'm going to go 51 and a half. Uh, just, <laughs> they're going to they're gonna get somewhere where it's going to be so many overtimes and a snowstorm, and they just won't be able to fix the ga- uh, finish the game, so it'll be a half, a tie. 
Um, no, I don't think that's even possible. But uh, Celtics last year, uh, just to let you know, they were 48 wins. So that's an improvement. Okay. Yeah. I and, think they'll be a little better this year, right? And, and they're over over under is 51. So we're both huh. pretty good on 51, you said? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we are we're smart with Vegas, but we'll see how the season plays out. All so right. far, so far. Uh, next team, uh, we will be going to New York Knicks, the Knickerboxes, Bakus. What you got? Playing in the first game of the season tomorrow. All right, so, um, you know, the big questions with this team are, well, first of all, they have Jeff Hornacek now as the head coach. Um, still got Phil calling the shots, I guess, while Jackson, um, you know, uh, second year for Porzingis, who was the you know the big uh, acquisition, the big draft acquisition last year. I had said last year when they got drafted, I liked him getting drafted by a team. I thought he was going to be good, but then I saw the Knicks took him, and I was like, oh, the Knicks are probably going to ruin him, or he'll probably end up being a bust because of that. But maybe, uh, I mean, not maybe, but that wasn't the case. He he had a really good rookie season. Um, so if he keeps that up, I mean it. Of course, the other thing with this team is bringing in Derrick Rose. Um, also, they brought in Noah, who I can't stand. But and Rose caught up. Yes, well, Brandon Jennings. But uh, Derrick Rose specifically caught up in a bit of a scandal, and as well as his injury concerns, um, is making it hard, kind of hard for me to gauge this team record-wise how they're going to be. No one gets hurt. Carmelo has a really good year and plays good team ball. Uh, you know. Porzingis improves all of that. Kornacek is okay at handling the, the rotations, everything. I could see this team um, having a respectable record, but at the, on the other hand, if all those things don't fall into place, I could see them being really bad. So, uh, I don't know. I, I guess I'll defer to you. What what, what were you thinking win-wise win here? Uh, I feel like this is one of those teams that's very Isaiah Thomas, even though it's Phil Jackson running it. I feel like you have a lot of names, but they're past their primes. They're not going to do that well. Jeff Hornacek uh, is a good coach, but I, I think, again, he's in the shitty situation where Phil Jackson's going to be like, no, we should do it this way. Uh, and then James Dolan will sign off on some ridiculous trade that will fuck up the whole team again uh, midseason after underperforming. Um, I think they're only they're only going to be as good as 35 wins this year. So. Okay, and and you did mention Brandon Jennings uh, a minute ago, who I do actually like. Um, so he could be good for them too. I I'll say I think they're I'm gonna kind of hedge here because I said they could go either way. So I guess I'll just meet myself in the middle and say forty wins for the Knicks. Are they gonna make the playoffs with forty wins? Um, no, no. Yeah, I, I agree with you on the playoff thing, and I obviously we're, we're only five wins apart. Um. The main reasons, I'll just say real quick, Joakim Noah, uh, I don't think he'll be that healthy. I think D. Rose, even though he got acquitted from the Chargers, I think that's still going to be heavy throughout the year. Um, and, you know, it's just like, I feel like it's similar to the Giants, not to go to football too much, but Josh Brown, the whole Josh Brown situation is really effed up, you know, just the team supporting him in a, in a thing that's really messed up in him beating his wife as a kid. So I don't know if he's been kicking his wife, not to make a joke on too many domestic violence, but, but he is a he is a kicker, right? Uh, yes. Did you happen to see the uh, the uh, Cardinals-Seahawks uh, game yesterday? Uh, I, I may have watched a little bit. What happened? Well, it, it ended at a 6-6 tie at the end of overtime. 
both kickers on either team had a chance to make a field goal from inside of 25 yards, and they both missed it. It was I've never seen anything like it, and it was just flat out ridiculous. Well, I don't have a sister, and you don't have a sister, so I don't know what what it would mean to kiss your sister. Come on, Podnam, I do have a sister. Do you? Yeah, I don't know. Well, do you have a sister or a sister? I, I have no sister. Yeah, I have a lot of sisters, but I do have an, a literal sister, yes. Uh, well, I don't have to any members of your family, so you can't fault me on that. Uh, that's true. I probably mentioned it, but yeah, that's that's um, that's my bad for not introducing you to any members of my family. Problem is, they don't like live around here where we're rocking out. By the way, uh, well, I'm on this note. Uh, I'm you're in Studio A, of course, Brooklyn headquarters. That's the headquarters, and I was struggling uh, to come up with what uh, to name my my uh, studio uh, that I've been in for a little while now here out in Queens. Uh, when me and Lady Padre were doing the Game of Thrones pod the one time, uh, yeah. we couldn't think of a good one, but I, di- I did think of one now. I think uh, on the Game of Thrones tip, I'm going to call this place Casterly Pod. Ca- Casterly Pod. So, yes. Studio Casterly Pod, right? So, not studio. I'm just saying, I'm chilling here in Casterly Pod. Like, uh, uh, like on my other main studio's days is The Cube. So, I'm getting away from studio blank. I, I admire your uh, branding and creative genius there. I will probably won't remember that, so I'm going to call it Studio CP. Yeah, that's fine. And uh, that's how I'm going to roll with that. So uh, we just mentioned the Knicks, and you said 40 wins. I said 35. Let me check the odds there. And we have 38.5, so we're kind of in the middle there. Just about, You're all right. closer. So I'm over again. I'm over on all the, everything so far. I'm on under. Um, yep. Maybe I'm too optimistic here. Uh, okay. So, yeah, after that, uh, we took a bit of a detour, but where are we at now? The Sixers, it would be? Yeah, we're in Philly, Philly. Oh, boy. Philadelphia, 76ers with the Ben Simmons list. Uh, we talked about this in previous podcasts. What what say you for these young gunners, the Sixers? Um, you know, I say, well, before I mention the Sixers, I, I don't want to backtrack us again. But uh, I'm going to. Looks like you're intentionally backtracking, and that. Well, you know what? It's hard. You know, it's hard. It's the Sixers. Like I can't get that excited to talk about them. No, I just did think of something. We were. I. I, I just announced that I'm calling my studio Casterly Pod, um, which is based on ca- the Lannister Castle, Casterly Rock. And I realized I mentioned that literally right after we were talking about my sister and kissing sisters and. I just realized it's all too, a little too close now. Oh, a little Freudian slip there? <laughs> yeah, a Freudian slip? Bro, bro, yeah, like uh, Frodo, you know. <laughs> Frodoians, yeah, I slick Frodo slips and yeah. drops the ring. And, all right, we're way off track. Philadelphia 76ers, I think, will be – now, my only question here is do I pick them to win more or less games than the Nets? And, by the way, I do think that the Atlantic Division is the worst in the league. Um Agreed. You know what? I think they're going to win more games than that. Um, I think they can get to 25 wins. Uh, let's, I'm interested to see in how Joel Embiid uh, plays. He's finally going to, it would appear, uh, barring some kind of injury. And now this team has two – it's pretty poorly constructed, too many centers and big men. Um, unfortunately, no Ben Simmons this year. He's probably out for the season, at least going to be out for – an extended period of time. We've got the type of injury that I think would be smart for them. 
historically it seems like when people come back from this injury early, like Kevin Durant had the same thing. He came back, was rushed back, and uh, didn't play well for a while after. So uh, I don't know on Simmons, but yeah, 25 wins. Um, just like the, I'm predicting a slight, slight improvement from the Nets, I'll do the same here. Uh, uh, we'll see how Okafor plays in his second year, and uh, what do you say? Uh, realistically, uh, I think it's about the same. Maybe I'm going to go with 23 wins. Um, I think the Nets and the Sixers will be tied for uh, the worst team in the league, and 23 wins. And that's what I'm going with uh, due to the injury of Ben Simmons, due to too many big men. Unless they ship one of their big men to make, like, a really good point guard or backcourt uh, there, it's really not going to happen. Even though Drew Holiday is pretty awesome. But um, is he on that team still? No, I think he's on the – Oh, he's not. No. He's on the Pelicans. My bad. I, he was on the Sixers. So I don't even know who's on the team other than the three big men, uh, Naron's own Noel, Joel, and uh, – Jared Bayless. They got brought him in to play point guard, I guess. Yeah, um, that's terrible. So they got our boy Stauskas. Oh, uh, Stauskas. Um, and yeah, not much. Dario Saric. Um, Dario's supposed to be a good young player too. So yeah, I don't know. Not not too much else. Gerald Henderson. So um, and uh, you, I I picked seven, uh, rather twenty three for the Nets. So you you went higher for the Nets, I think, though. So you didn't pick the same record for both those teams. Oh, I didn't. I picked 26. I think you said 26. I think you went 23. I said 26. Yeah, I said, yeah. So maybe uh, then I I believe the Sixers will have a worse record than the Nets. So that'll be something for your Nets. You know, you don't want to be in the cellar. Um, Yep. Toronto Raptors? Yeah, T-Dot in the house. Uh, Your disdain hate for Toronto uh, continues. You know what? I said, no, I don't have disdain for them. I did say it's the worst division, but I do think Toronto and, and the Celtics will be either 2-4, even maybe 2-3 in the Eastern final, you know, the final standing. So it's just the other three teams are really bad probably. Um, so I don't know. I guess they're still the worst. But barring any type of injury or, or unforeseen thing, I do think they're almost a lock to, to fall in behind the Cavs at number two again. Do you disagree? I disagree completely. Uh, really? Okay. I, I, this is more on a gut feeling and not any realistic expectations. I, the reason being is because – uh, as teams get better and progressively better every year, I think this is like the fourth year or fifth year of Dwayne Casey, um, something's yeah. got to give. Like, I feel like there's a peak, and I well, feel like Toronto had their peak with the Eastern Conference Finals last year, and they can only go down from here, and they have to, like, reset the team and try to swap out the parts. Since DeMar DeRozan got paid, uh, I don't think he's that right. good anyways. Um, I think he's a definitely solid 20 games, uh, 20 points a game score i don't think he's that great defensively kyle lowry is one of their best players but when has point guard being the best player exception for the last year with kyrie irving even though i don't think he's the best player i think obviously lebron's the best player on the team when has a leading point guard ever brought a team to a championship you know like the best player as a point guard it's never happened steve nash hasn't happened jason kidd didn't well, win the title so Matt, i agree i agree with that but uh, I agree with that point, but I don't. I'm not picking them to take any player on the team to take them to the championship. Um, you know, I'm just saying they're going to finish second. I don't even know that they'll get back to the Eastern Conference Finals. You know, but but to, but if they do, uh, to draw a parallel to the to the Jays again, which we kind of mentioned there, um, they the, the Blue Jays. This was their second year in the in the Conference Finals of you know, a different sport, but 
and they had br- were able to bring back almost the same team, which is what the Raptors are doing here um, with giving, you know, with being able to, de- to sign DeRozan, re-sign him. And I agree, he's not, um, he's getting paid more than he's worth probably, but a lot of players are this year. Um, yeah. And he sometimes, yeah, because of that, he sometimes can be clutch, sometimes not, but I think he's, he's a good player. They've got Damari Carroll, if he stays healthy, he's good for them. They brought in Jared Sollinger, who is hurt already, I think, but, um, <laughs> yeah. But you know, I don't, I don't see anyone I, in the Eastern Conference. I just don't see anyone coming out of, not even coming out of nowhere. But like Celtics get a little bit better, progressively better. Teams are getting progressively better, but I don't see anyone coming up to necessarily knock them off record-wise. I mean, we have obviously a lot of teams to talk about. Maybe you have someone. Yeah, I, I'm already there. looking at two teams in the Central, and we'll get to it. The reason being is, okay. I don't think, I don't think Tor- Toronto, the Eastern Conference, was that you know bad last year. Um, the only you know, everyone that's picks the Cavs and then everyone else in the East is really, you know. Well, that, that's true, but, but who's, who can really win? But, I mean, the Eastern Conference was better than it had been in a little while last year, records-wise, at least. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, with the Western Conference having those 50 wins to, just to get in situation last couple uh, last five years or so, before last year, the year, I think. Uh, excuse me. I think the... I'm getting bored talking about the Raptors. Um, I think the fact of the matter, yeah, I think the matter is that they're all our teams better, and I think the Raptors kind of just peak with the same team. Um, they're going to end up maybe in the semifinals uh, or upset in the first round, depending on the matchup. Um, and that's I have them at uh, I'm going to say 43 wins. No, I'm going to bump it up. To 43 five. wins. I'm going to go with 45. Yeah, they're going to be like a sixth or fifth seed. Well, I picked like 52 wins for the Celtics, right? So I got to go higher for Raptors if I think they're going to have a better record. So I'll say 54 wins for the Raptors. So we're definitely far apart on that. I think you're probably right with the over-under. I'm only picking 46 because of the teams that I think will go above them from second last year. So they have right now, uh, they're 49 and a half. So you're more on the money with Vegas. So I'm, per- well, no, I'm pretty far over. I mean, so yeah. Vegas not looking the Raptors. They, that, that seems like they're more toward your end. Yeah, probably. I got 46, 49 and a half. All right. Uh, so that, All right, central. Up, that cleans up the Atlantic. Let's go to central. And I'm going to start off the reason why I talked about the Raptors and, and, uh, and next, uh, opportunity would be the Chicago Bulls. A lot of people are confused on this team, but I think you have a revenge year and very optimistic Dwayne. Wade um, getting a new scene and coming home. Rajon Rondo um, coming uh, coming from two different teams uh, previously with the Kings and Mavericks that really weren't his flavor. You know, he really didn't have his niche. He just he just produced by himself, and he was coming off that ACL tear uh, from a couple years ago. So this is the year Rondo returns. He's going to lead the league in assists again. Uh, he'll have uh, another ball handler, so he'll make some, um, you know, open shots uh, with Dwayne Wade. So I'm going to go with uh, the Bulls uh, having, uh, so I said 50, 46. I'm going to say they're going to be 45, 45 wins. Yeah. So. Okay. So, all right. So I definitely disagree with you on the Bulls here. I don't think this is going to be a good team. Um, I see the potential for it to be, I guess, if things go right, but I just don't think they will. Um, I, d- I don't really like the moves they made. Uh, first of all, I don't like Fred Hoiberg. At least I was not at all impressed with him coaching-wise last year. I think it was a big step down from Tibbs. Um, 
Jimmy Butler is a great player, but they should have built a better team around him, in my opinion, than bringing in Dwayne Wade and Rondo. I mean, Rondo is going to get assists. Throwing it out to who? Like, in the league now, you need to score three-pointers. You need to have shooters. Uh, where are the Bulls shooters? Unless Wade and Butler can get hot, but that's not exactly their games. They're more of slashers. Um, I, I just don't see it. I, I don't think this team is going to eclipse 40 wins. Um, in fact, I, I think like 36, 37, maybe 37, I'm going to say, for the win total. I think they could be, you know, I, I, they just traded for Michael Carter-Williams, who, I don't know, um, yeah. just the pieces don't fit for me with this team. Uh, no, you bring some solid points. I think um, the, the improvement of two younger players with Dougie Buckets and Nikola Miritich will spread out the floor for three-pointers. I think Todd Gibson, I think he's in a, he might be in a contract year, maybe not, Um he was coming off the bench, but he's going to get a lot more burn um, and do well. He's he he's, he's kind of in long in the tooth at this point, huh? He's getting a little old at this point. Yeah. He's thirty one, yeah, but like uh, he's, I mean, he hasn't really played that many uh, minutes last year, and I don't think he maybe he was injured a little bit last year. But he has no offense either, you know. I mean, huh? Well, uh, I mean. You could, you could be right on that. So, uh, Jimmy Butler will step it up again this year. He was also last year. Uh, they're going to rely on him. But they have people that can take the last shot. Last year, they didn't really, you know. Uh, and I think that's a huge factor with, uh, with uh, having Dwayne Wade and Jimmy Butler. I mean, he was there last year. but Yeah, so just Dwayne Wade, really, you're saying. But I, I don't know. I mean, he can make a last shot. But he, um, I don't know. I mean, if that's the big acquisition, I well, I picked uh, I picked forty five wins. You picked uh, how many? Uh, thirty seven, I think I said. Thirty seven. Okay, Vegas has them at thirty eight. So you win. I'm way over on that. Uh, Are you keeping track of all our, our picks here, by the way? I'll write it down after the podcast. Um, <laughs> okay. So, uh, so these are I'll put it. I'll put it in a. I'll put it in a Google Doc or something. Uh, all right. So I think I'm gonna go with your Cavs last. Uh, right. So let's go to the Detroit. Pistons. Uh, oh, okay. Let's get it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Detroit Pistons. Um, so I think I went first. You go. You go on this one. Well, I'll say is this. I'm trying to figure out who your central team is that you'd like to be a lot better this year. As you implied, there was one, or if not two. Um, I'm gonna hazard a guess that this. You think this team's gonna be really good? I think they'll be better than expected. Um, because Stan Van Gundy's a great coach. Uh, I'll tell oh, yeah, you. I agree. He's good. Um, and last year was his first year, I think, or la- I don't, I forget. They're they all. This would be his third year as coach. Third year, yeah. So I mean, he has the right players he wants. He's got uh, Tobias Harris from last year. They acquired him at the. Yeah, I like him. Um, uh, Marcus Morris so is a solid player. He ex- this is not the team, though. This is not who you're thinking of. Then. Uh, no, I think um, this is not the team. No, and by okay. process of elimination, you can. I I think you can figure it out, but uh, well, there's two other options, I suppose. Um, uh, but let's yeah, talk let's talk about the Pistons first. So right, uh, how so many um, for this team, mark him down. Um, all right, well they got Drummond. Um, we'll see how he is. He can be a bit of an issue though with um, uh, shooting free throws and the like. Uh, also, what's his name is uh, Reggie Jackson's missing a significant time to start the season. I believe that's a 
a blow for them. Uh, yeah, I think that they should be decent. Um, let me put, put me down for 44 uh, wins for the Pistons. 44 wins. I think that's what they had last season. Um, let me look at All it. All right, I'll say the same number. Um, I think they're going to be better than um, better than Toronto, uh, or maybe tied at Toronto. Uh, I'm going to go with 45 wins for the Pistons, um, which is only just one more win higher. Uh, and I think they will – yeah, I, I think they were uh, they were basically I think they're bounced in the first round, but I think they have a really talented. Yeah, they're swept by the Cavs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they were in the eighth seed uh, against them. Yes. Yeah, so they're not going to be in the eighth seed this year. Um, I think because the, the the playoffs in the Eastern Conference will be teams will be spread out a little bit more, um, and they improved. So I'm going to go with 45 wins, and uh, let's go Drummond, UConn Huskies. That's all I got. All right. So, other than Cavs, of course, we got Pacers and Bucks left. I guess either of these teams could be the team you like, because um, I kind of like both these teams. Yeah. Um, well, you hit the first one. I think the Pacers are Pacers, the okay. second best team in the uh, in the Eastern Conference easily. Really? Uh, yeah. Um, new coach, uh, Nate McMillan. New coach, but it was an assistant coach for the last three years. So the players are familiar with them. You don't have to worry about culture that much. Uh, Nate McMillan is a little more defensive-minded. Frank Vogel, he's a good coach. That's why he got picked up by the Magic. But, you know, McMillan has more of the player experience, more of a player's coach. Uh, I think that's going to light up Paul George even more this year. He came off the uh, Olympics, right? Um, and they got Thad Young, Jeff Teague. Uh, George Hill really was so inconsistent sometimes, but Jeff Teague has been a solid player for Atlanta uh, last two, three years. So, but he doesn't uh, come up in the playoffs big as Jeff Teague hasn't. Right, right. I mean, they he doesn't have. To, I mean, the team that was spread out with the Hawks, they had like all the players kind of like equal, you know, like other than Paul Millsap and, yeah. and Alford, they all spread out open threes. And Jeff Teague initiated the offense all year, you know, like he yeah. ran ran uh, the but, ball, the ball. So uh, Thad Young is very underrated pickup. Uh, he yeah, really just well. coming over from the Nets, and yeah, you like yeah. him. Um, so so I was, and Miles Turner, their second year big man, he's going to have like a Jermaine O'Neal like season, not MVP, yes, uh, but like like the Pacers had Jermaine O'Neal. I think he's very similar in how he plays. So that's an interesting comp. I like that. Um, and he can stretch it out uh, as a big man and shoot the three. And oh, and, and they added Al Jefferson, so another big man. Right, uh, big Al Jefferson's been on, what, two-thirds of the teams in the league at this point? Yeah, he's, uh, he's been around. He's been around, for sure. Just just about Teague again, though. Uh, I, I guess this could be more talk for when we get to the Hawks, too, but they did um, kind of – the Hawks moved away from Teague in favor of Dennis uh, Schroeder, and I could see why they did that watching both these players in the playoffs last year. Shooter looked like the better, more clutch guy to me. But um, I do think this team could be I, – I think McMillan could do a decent job, and I think this team should be respectable, possibly in the top uh, five finish, uh, top five finish um, record-wise. So um, I'm going to say – you know, I like them at 40 – what did I pick for the Pistons, 45? Yeah. Uh, All right, I like the Pacers at 46 wins. No, you picked 44 for the Pistons. Um, okay, 46 wins, though, for the Pacers. For the way. Pacers? No, I think this is a 50-win team, uh, definitely. And um, I think they're actually 52 wins. We'll go with that. And 
it's everything I said. I, I think Paul George is definitely a top, you know, 20 player in the league. Maybe in the Eastern Conference, he's like third or second behind LeBron James. And um, definitely that good of a player. And I don't know why I'm riding uh, PG so much. Maybe because I just, I just like him. I, I love, I love him sending nudes, nudes to everyone on Instagram. And, and, oh, yeah. and I'm, I love Draymond Green doing that as well. Going back to the paces here. Uh, yeah, 52 wins. You had, what, 40? Say it again. 46. 46. 46. Uh, over under for these guys are 43. Wow. Uh, we're oh, both yeah. uh, Maybe I'm just... It's not big on that. Well, I guess that's okay. Yeah. What about... I was going to say what, what they have for the Bucks, but I guess we're supposed to be making our picks first. Yeah. Um, Bucks-wise... This team could be interesting. I actually think they're going to be around the same record that I just picked for the Pacers. I'll, I'll say 40. No, I'll say 44 wins. Mm. Yeah, I'll say 44 wins for the Bucks. So I guess the same as I had with the Pistons. All, all three of these central teams are around the same there. I, I, and then the, obviously Cavs higher, Bulls lower for me. Uh, I guess um, the Greek Freaks playing point guard on for Jason Kidd here. That's interesting. Yep, yep. Parker does in his third year, um, really more like in his second year since he was hurt most of his rookie year. My boy Delhi on the team, I think that could be a bit of a boost for them. Um, and they brought in Tony Snow also from, from Chicago. And they brought in my boy um, Mirza Toledovic. So definitely some players I like on this Bucks roster. I like the players. I love all the additions. I don't believe in Jay Kidd as a coach. Uh, maybe I, got, I could just have a little more hatred sure. for him, but I just don't believe him as a coach. Um, I There's nothing that says to me, and especially after going from a good year initially that were like two years ago where they were, I think they were tied with the Nets for a record, um, and then last year they declined uh, maybe due to injuries or whatever. I don't think it's sustainable for the Bucks. I think they're going to have to make a move or two uh, with all those players you talked about. Like, teams could use a Tony Snell. Uh, they could use, um, you know, a Mark. Uh, I don't know, MCW got traded. Um, but I don't, yeah, I, I just don't believe in this team, really. Um, and uh, as much as due to the Jason Kidd leadership, I like Giannis. I like Chris Middleton. I like Jabari. I think they're all just kind of the same shape, so they might have to just get rid of one of them, really. I think Middleton might be hard to start the season as well. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to go a little lower, actually a lot lower than maybe anyone's picking them. I'm going to go with 38 wins. Oh, okay. Well, I said 44. I mean, that's not that much lower. Yeah. Um, I could see that too if things don't go right. That's not crazy or anything. What, what's over-under? Over-under on the books is 39.5. Oh. So you're closer than I am, as far as that's concerned. I don't know. I think they'll have a bit of a bounce back here because I did. I do remember in our previews last year, I was high on the box, and then obviously that didn't work out. But so I'm a little more um, trepidatious this year. But still, I, I still got them way over what Vegas thinks. Then I guess so. I don't know. Maybe I'm picking. I do think you know I might be picking too too many wins for these teams because I feel like I've gone over almost all these. But um, should we move to the Cavs? Uh, yeah, your uh, NBA reigning champions. How does that sound to you? Sounds great. Just before we began the pod here, I was watching, uh, and uh, what were they playing just now? Um, maybe ending the broadcast probably ended shortly ago. Game seven of the NBA Finals. My Cavs. Just beating the Warriors. Gotta love the Cavs. Question is, will they have a letdown this year after the big win 
I wish I uh, could pull what their win total was last year. If you want to grab can that, that up. Yeah. Um, I do think they might. They had 57 wins last year. I was honestly going to say 57 or 58, but at the same on the same hand, I was going to say they might not win as many this year with a, a slight hangover effect. But still, easily the best team. Uh, okay, I'll say 56 wins, one less than last year. Okay, so you had 57 wins, uh, which is basically similar to last year. I'm going to go... Uh, I, I 56, one less than last year. 56, all right. So I'm going to go actually a lot higher. I, I, for the same reasons you mentioned like about being motivated and whatnot, um, I think LeBron's going to have an MVP year just by process of elimination of having two MVPs on one team um, in the Warriors, and he's the best player on the planet still, as, as proved last year. Uh, I am worried about J.R. Smith being a little lazy, but I am uh, from getting paid. But, you know, uh, he definitely played his ass off, and he, I'm sure he wants to live up to that uh, expectations of being an NBA champion and holding that title. So let's go with LeBron MVP, 62 wins uh, for these Cavs. Okay, that's rough. Hopefully uh, your mouth got ears now. I, on, on other token, you could say maybe post a bit during the regular season and not just like, Coaching, but like directed by Ty Lue and the coaching staff, and kind of their plan, maybe sit him more and keep him real fresh. And he's a little bit older age for the uh, for the playoffs, you know. So that could take away some MVP potential. But hopefully, you're right. Yeah. So um, I think it'll just be a natural thing for 62 wins. I, I think they'll go on some kind of ridiculous winning streak throughout the season. Um, like not Miami Heat level, but you know, 20 something wins or whatever. But I think it'll be, like, definitely double digits of, like, 10 or 12, 13 in a row where they just can't be stopped. Um, so, uh, the Cavs, 62 wins. Their over and under was 56 and a half. So, you're you're closer to that than I am. Okay. All right, so we're done with the Central, done with Atlantic. Uh, let's just wrap up with the Southeast. Go straight to Hotlanta. Uh, big acquisition is D12 back coming home, and he's supposed to be better. I don't know if that's true. Um, I think he actually makes the team a little bit uh, different, definitely. Defensively, they get better, but offensively, it becomes a struggle because Al Harper could make a lot of, you know, 20, 26-foot jumpers. Um, I think they're going to be at... I'm going to go with uh, 46 wins. Okay, another question, again, motivation. Is this a motivated way we've got coming in? Uh, I kind of think it might be. Um, you know, it's kind of maybe one of his last efforts to uh, to get it get it rolling for a team here. Um, I guess Paul Millsap is kind of the go-to guy in this team in general now. It's kind of his team, as they did move on from Teague, as we talked about already with Schroeder, who I like. I like the rookie they drafted, DeAndre Bembry. I think he could have a pretty good rookie season. I saw him live with my own two eyes last year in a game for St. Joe's and I was impressed. Um, Corver's very old at this point. He, he's probably going to fall off more. Budenholzer seems to be a pretty good coach. Uh, what, did, what was your total there? You know? I had 46 wins. All right. I'm not going to go that high. I'm going to go more 41 wins. Okay. So they have uh, over under uh, 43 and a half. So... We're right in between, and 
Last year they had forty eight wins. So all right. So I haven't fallen off, which I, I think they will record wise with that. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like forty three. Yeah. Okay, but, cool. But that'll still be a playoff at seventh or eighth year. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that you make an excellent point of a motivated uh, Atlanta Hawks. Now let's go to Charlotte, uh, the non-hosting NBA All-Star Weekend, Charlotte Hornets. They have a awesome person that, obviously, I love boasting about, and Kemba Walker he had a huge year last year, but they did lose Jeremy Lin, and they lost Al Jefferson. I think that's, uh, that actually, that formula may not work well for them uh, in the long run. I'm going to have them at 40 wins for the year, and missing the playoffs slightly. What about you? You know what? I kind of like this team, so um, I I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm just kind of thinking about it now. I'm looking at the roster. I I think there might be a decent team. I mean, I like Batum. Um, they've got Roy Hibbert now, who's whatever you know. Uh, it could make up a little bit of what they got with Horford. Um, Kemba Walker figures to have a really good you year. You mean Jefferson, right now, Horford. Uh, that's what I meant, Jefferson, yeah. yeah. Um, confusing my L's there. My big L's. Um, Cody Zeller is getting better, perhaps. Kid Gilchrist is a question mark to me. Uh, he was hurt a lot of last year, but if he puts it together and keeps up great defense, gets a little more of an offensive game going. That's huge, yeah. He's like he's, he's like a linebacker in the NFL for the, for a team. He's so good defensively. So I think this will also be a seventh or eighth seed. So give me um forty two wins for that. Forty two wins. So you had you had forty two. I had forty, and Vegas has thirty nine and a half. So not bad <laughs> by both of us. I'm a little closer. Um. All right. Moving on to Mayo, uh, three oh five Pitbull. Uh, shout outs to Rick Ross, our homie, who's always on, who's always listening to the podcast, as you know. Oh right, uh, did I know that? Okay. Yeah, now you know. Yeah. Uh, what What do you got for them? Um, I I took the last two teams, so I'll let you leave with this. Uh, yeah, I uh, I don't think this team's gonna do anything this year. I don't know if they want to. I mean, they blew up, blew it up essentially. Um, I guess this is on Whiteside's team now at this point. Um, I, I could see them moving on from Dragic in a trade at some point, especially if it's going bad, like I think it will. Basha's career is probably over. Obviously, we talked about Wade. He got shook out by Pat Riley. Um, did they do him wrong? I don't know. Uh, Justice Winslow is, is probably going to be a bright spot. Should have a good sophomore campaign. But uh, and they brought in, of course, my old boy, uh, Dion Waiters, Waiters Island. I see a lot of Waiters Island uh, happening this year, popping off, and uh, I think that's only going to be good for let's call it thirty-three wins. 30, 30 wins. Uh, thirty-two. Let me go thirty-two. Okay, I I wasn't in my mind as you were saying that. I was already thinking same thing, but I'm going to drop it two more and go to twenty-eight wins. I think they're going to be the third worst team in the East um, because. I want to check your math before you wreck your. Uh, Pass. It's the same smart thing. I, 32 is uh, two less than that would be 30. My, my dear boy. No, I mean two less from 30. I was going to say 30. I said I was thinking the same around 30 wins. Two less from oh, 30. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, 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 
Exactly. No, no, I, I, I could check my math. I'm Asian, remember? Um, I, I'll check it. I don't have to check it that often, though, because it's, like, automatic for me. Um, so, as we were saying, uh, this team will be young and a little bit fun to watch, With, but I think it's immature, right? Um, you have no really uh, senior leadership. If Goran Dragic is your veteran player, which, like you said, he could be traded or not, whatever. But it's not what's uh, it. I don't think it would be really fun to watch, though. Yeah, no, I mean, it'll be fun to watch Hassan Whiteside do, like, triple doubles with blocks again and stuff like that. I think that'll be fun. But I think he's still an immature dude, and now he's, like, a multi-million, like, big-paid immature dude. Um, so there's no reason for... Yeah, I think he's, like, isn't he, like, 28 years old? He's, like, nine. No, no, I know, but, like, all the reports, you know, last couple of years, Bosch and Wade would always have to talk to him about, like, doing stuff, and, and Pat Raleigh would have to come down and tell him, what's up and Spolstra like uh, he just they signed him because they really didn't have a choice um, because he's the be- how many good centers are you going to get defensively in the league uh, but with the league going in and he's you know he's young enough to to play the next five years at a solid rate that's all they got you said Justice Winslow uh, he hasn't convinced me yet I know he's a young talent and then it would be better off anyways if they just you know, if, if someone were to have an injury or whatever, they trade Dragic, it would be better off for them to tank and get a good draft pick, you know? So I'm going to go with, uh, I said 28 wins, and you said 32. Let's see what Vegas said. They have 36.5. So we both went pretty low on that, then. We think they're going to be what? Yeah, I don't know. I just don't see that total for this team. And I, I think they they would do well to just get a better draft pick next year and, uh, or, you know, try to be in the lottery next year and all that. Right. Which I guess that would be a lottery team probably if they just take one. But, yeah, I don't think that'd be good. All right. Um, so let's go to Disney, Orlando, the Magic Kingdom, Orlando Magic. I'll let you leave with this one as well. Yeah, so they got they brought in Frank Vogel, who I do like. But uh, I just don't see what this team's going to do on offense. I really don't. Um I mean, they got they brought in Biombo, who's a good shot block and everything. No offense. Uh, they brought in Serge Ibaka, who's some offense, but more of a again uh, shot blocker, you know, defensive guy. Good, maybe good offense if he's the fourth option, but I don't think he even will be with this the lineup again. Have to throw out there. Aaron Gordon, I like Fournier, the Frenchman. If he can provide offense, they'll they'll need that. I don't know if he will be able to. Alfred Payton, again, decent point guard defensively and uh, facilitating, but no offense. So, mm-hmm. I think they're, I, I mean, uh, if I have to give my win total, I guess I'd, I'd say 34 wins. 34 wins? Um, yeah, I think that's a good number. Um, well, what do you think about my no offense on this team? Well, I mean, the no offense part um, – Definitely concerns me, but you got, you know, Alfred Payton will definitely be better this year. Um, I think with Aaron Gordon, uh, Tobias Harris gone, I think Aaron Gordon will pick it up as well. And then they have a veteran with Jeff Green, Mario Hazonia, uh, another second-year player. They have a lot of young pieces. I think what their problem is, obviously, uh, everyone talks about, like you said, um, they're big, they're big guys with uh, Bismack Biombo and Serge Ibaka, and you got Vujicic. They have to trade one of these players, right? Um, once they have another score on their team, I don't know, like um, I can't, like a Rudy Gay or something. Like I think that would be a good trade. Um, I think they'll be a little more balanced, and 
they'll be able to play better. And I think Frank Vogel has always been a good coach. His first year in Pacers, he surprised everyone. So I think this year he'll do the same. Uh, I'm going to go with 42 wins with this team. So That seems pretty high. Uh, so they sneak into the playoffs or no? Yeah, I think they're one of those teeter teams. Uh, they'll beat up the Knicks for the playoff spot. I think they'll, they'll uh, yeah, I think they're a young team. But it's time for Orlando to be back in the mix of the Eastern Conference. Uh, we have them, and, and Vegas has them at, what did you say again? Sorry. I think I said 34, yeah. Okay, so I said uh, 42. Uh, they're 36 and a half, so you're, you're a little more closer. I'm a little over on that. All right, so last team of the Eastern Conference is the Washington Wizards, or Bullets. So, I mean, you want to go first on this one? Yeah, I'll go. Um you still got one of the best players in the league, John Wall. Last year, he didn't have a good season. I think he'll have a bas- bounce-back year because I think he has a contract year this year. Um, I think he'll have definitely – I think he was all, you know, NBA All-Star uh, starter, uh, I think, last year or the year before, maybe both years, even though they're based on votes so not that much merit. But I think he'll be definitely one of the best players in the Eastern Conference, maybe behind Kyrie Irving in terms of point guard. Um and I'm going to go with this Bullets team. They made a lot of changes defensively. Um, who did they add again? Who did they add? Not really anyone. Right? They added uh, Trey Burke, Trigger Trey Burke. Uh, they added Andrew Nicholson. I'm a fan of him. Markeith Morris got added midway through the season last year. Was Nicholson on the – was he on the Magic last year? He, he was on there? the Blazers last year. He was on Magic the year before that. Otto Porter Jr. is supposed to have another big year. I mean, he's his third year. He's definitely – they got a couple of veterans with Jason Smith and Marcus Thornton. I don't know. I just feel like this makeup yeah. team and uh, Scott Brooks in his second year a little better uh, than it needs to be. It's not playoffs worthy still, or maybe AC it as well. I'm going to go with 37 wins. So I don't think that's making a playoff. That's pretty low. So that's not even a playoff team. Yeah. Either. And I think it's a borderline playoff team to me. Um I don't really care that much for Scott Brooks. Don't think that was a good hire by them. John Wall's going to get frustrated if the rest of the team's not playing well, which could happen. Bradley Beal, when he's on and in, is good but um, at scoring the ball, of course. But he uh, he's always an injury threat. Uh, him clashing with John Wall is always a possibility. I like Trey Burke, all right. And I like Marquise Morris, all right, too, even though they – when the two brothers and Morris brothers don't play together, they oftentimes don't play. Yeah, as they well. have their secret powers. I mean, their the powers just lose all strength when, kind of like Voltron yeah. or Power Rangers, they just need each other yeah. to be powerful. So, um, I I'm gonna I'm gonna side with you and say probably miss the playoffs here, or maybe just sneak in as an eight seed with thirty uh, thirty nine wins. Yeah, I don't know why I was talking so positively when I thought they were gonna do negatively. So that's just stupid of me. I did say 37 to 36 wins. Uh, yeah, I, I I agree with you. They did get younger, but I think they took a step back, and they didn't take that step back to go forward. They just took a step back. They could get impatient. I think John Wall, I mean, with this free agency coming up maybe next year or the year after, uh, I think you could either demand a trade or want to be out because apparently what uh, Bradley and him don't get along that well or something. Um, yeah, I heard something about, well, yeah, they, they've clashed in the past before, I think. And also, I've heard the theory put forth that actually Beal got an extension. He's making more money now than John Wall. And John Wall has complained about people on other teams 
players that guards making more money than him and he thinks they shouldn't turn up from on his own team. Yeah. I mean, he can't even do the Dougie anymore, so it's not even a cool thing. So what else does he have to live for, you know, with, on the on the Wizards? Um, but he's gonna be to go elsewhere, probably. yeah, he's he's got to take his uh, bags and go elsewhere. Okay, cool. So I think that wraps up the Eastern Conference. We definitely had some solid predictions there. I think we were uh, we definitely had some differences of over and under in the last couple teams. We I mean, last couple maybe last ten teams we covered. The first Atlantic Division, we were closer. So what what do you think? Uh, Cavs are going to the finals, though. I do, and just to, for playoffs wise, now that I'm looking at Division Two, I think the Central is going to have four out of five playoff teams. Yeah. And uh, only two from the Southeast, two from the uh, Atlantic. That's my bold prediction that they're too bold. Yeah, I think we should on a separate pod talk about more in depth of who we think is going to playoffs and finals and stuff like. But yeah, obviously I do think it's bad too. Yeah, I just wanted to, I I wanted you to brag about your Cavs because it's it's going to be the I think for the next week you're not really going to you'll you'll care about the Cavs but you won't be focused on them as much. That's probably true. Go tribe, baby. Yep. Uh, those tribe, those tribal peeps. Uh, the ghost of David Justice is going to go away and they're going to be able to win it, right? Sure. Sure. All right, cool. Uh, that'll do it for this podcast. Um, Shout-outs to Paju for killing it and Studio CP. Um, and to myself, I'm going to give myself shout-outs for actually uh, staying up to do this podcast with you. And it's almost 12 at midnight, but we love you guys. We love you listeners. Follow us on, on the Twitters and the Facebooks at Brooklyn Rebound. But, yeah, you said it's almost midnight. And that's good because it means it won't be Groundhog Day coming, hopefully. It will be the 25th of October. Will you be able to sleep at all, Padre? There's no way you can be able to sleep, right? No, I'm going to be a kid on Christmas Eve and and, and whatnot. Um, You know, that's uh, that's a a cursing reference, I guess. All right, well, I I want to see a lot of tweets, a lot of live-action tweets on how you're feeling uh, with uh, those tribe Indians. Uh, or maybe I'll I'll, hopefully I, I can, and I'm not too uh, wrapped up in everything. And, uh, well, baseball's a really slow game. I'm pretty sure you can, within all the pitches changes and stuff, you could put some stuff in there. Yeah, but I get focused if it's a close game. You know, I'll, I'll try though. Uh, I'll try. Hit, yeah, add your will, and of course follow us at um, UKR Rebound. Cool. Yeah, follow me at IQ Phenom, P H E N O M, and subscribe on iTunes or anywhere else we can, you can find our podcast. And that'll do it for this episode, 95. Thank you, Padre. All right, peace. We'll be back for a while. Good day, Brooklyn. Good night, Brooklyn. Let's go Nets.